You're listening to the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we use scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 131, where we talk about the inciting incident to jumpstart your change and the power of moments. Well, here we are. Hey, this is what episode episode nine, I believe, of season three of the Jesus Habit podcast, and we've taken a turn in season three. Seasons one and two were were really daily devotional kind of material. They were just a piece of the bigger Jesus Habit process that I've been working on for years. In season three, I've been taking some time and and kind of showing you the behind the scenes of 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 the process that I call the Jesus Habit. This is something I've been working on for years um, at our church here in Vancouver, Washington, 6-8 Church, and I've been trying to develop this to try to help people change those things in their life they really want to change, to really transform. Now, I'm sitting here, it's a sunny day, uh, there's some kids outside playing basketball, some skateboarders outside the church here as well, you might hear some background noise, uh, but that'll just that'll just tell you this is real life, real world experience for me and, and, uh, and me as the pastor here at this church, but... Today around the lunch table with our our volunteer uh, staff that we have here, our lay leaders, volunteer lay leaders, somehow our conversation got onto the topic of where were you when? Now, you know, you remember, you probably remember exactly where you were, for instance, on September 1st or uh, September 11th, 2001. Right when the when the planes flew into the towers, I remember where I was. I remember where I was when when our professor made that announcement. We didn't have a TV in our house, and and the professor was the one that told us the news. I remember skipping chapel to go home and watch the news. I remember not hearing planes fly over except for the you know the the uh, the fighter jets. Every once in a while, I would just go screaming overhead, and I remember mom, my mom calling me to see how I was and make sure everything was okay. I remember a lot about that day. We, we have significant moments in our lives, right? That, that you can remember where you were when. I remember where I was. I remember the moment when I had to tell my kids about the pandemic. I remember that very clearly, and I'm sure they probably remember it as well. There are, there are big moments in our lives, and, and that brings us to what we're talking about in, in part four, you know, kind of the big, big, the bigger parts of the puzzle, right? So we've talked about, in, in week one, we, had to, we talked about wanting something, our personal motivation and ability. We talked about how you're the protagonist in the story, right? And we, and we spent some time talking about stories and how we're wired for story. So you're going to have to go back and check that one out. Talked about your drifting future, your default future, or your charted or desired future. Then we talked about you know your friends, accomplices. We talked about the guide, the sidekick, and the squad, the three, the three people or groups of people that you need to have in your life if you want to change. We also talked about the antagonist, the tempter, and the skeptic, who are the people who are going to fight against you. And then last week... Um, we talked about the story world, the world, the context of your of your of your journey, the path that you're on, and how it has to help support your change that you're going through. Well, this week we're getting to the part of the story that uh, in in the story is called the inciting incident. The inciting incident is the point of no return, right? It's where something happens to the protagonist, and then when this thing happens. Um, there, there's there's a moment where it's like, okay, the I have to decide, am I going to continue, or or am I going to call it quits? 
am I going am I going to keep on this journey? Am I am I going to keep following this journey or am I going to give up? Am I going to am I going to go back to the way things were, back to the status quo, back to, you know, the, the life, you know, normal normal old life without this change or am I going to move forward? Am I going to push on forward and and embrace the challenges that come? so that I can go, you know, in this new world, this new life. That's the inciting incident. Um, all, all stories have them, at least uh, to my knowledge, all stories, all good stories have them. And you, you can look at any good story and find the inciting incident. For example, with It's a Wonderful Life, one of the best stories ever. If you've never watched the Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life, you've really done yourself a disservice. I'm not going to overtalk it, though, because a lot of people don't like it for some reason. You may or may not like it. But it's got a great story, and it's got a great inciting incident. It's where Uncle Billy inadvertently gives $8,000 to old man Potter, who keeps it because he hates the Bailey building and loan, and it's an opportunity for him to finally put them out of business. That's the moment where everything changes in George's story, and he now has to work to figure out how he's going to save his business and his life. Right, so that's the inciting incident that becomes a point of no return. That's something that happens where George has to deal with this problem, or it could cost him his life. Right, and and you know the story from that point on. If you've seen the movie, if you don't, go watch the movie. I, you know, maybe you'll like it. Who knows? But for us in our journey, it's kind of a challenge because you're on this transformation process, and and we kind of, well, we kind of have to fabricate. We have to create and inciting incident. We have to create for ourselves a point of no return. We, we have to somehow create a moment in this journey where, where now there's no way for us to turn back. We have to, we have to build it up. We have to build ourselves up. We have to somehow build up this moment and we have to give ourselves a call to action, which is what happens after an inciting incident, right? There's, there's the build up to the inciting incident. And then there's the call to action. Will the protagonist, will the hero continue on this journey? And if we don't intend to finish this journey, we actually need to turn back now. We need to quit. It's better to quit before you start the journey than, than, than to go on the journey without the intention of finishing the journey, right? So we need to, we need to put ourselves in a position. We need to somehow create a, 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 a position in our lives where we either have to go on or we have to you know, quit and go back. But we can't just kind of muddle back and forth between, between the two. Right. So we have to create a moment. Now, there's a great book and, and, you know, there's a lot of great books I tell you about, you know, key book, the influencer book by Joseph Grinney. But another important, really crucially important book, I think, for this process is it's called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. Um, great book, great read. Really, they do such a good job when they write books, telling stories and and using stories to illustrate their points. But but he talks about how how oftentimes there are moments that mark our lives. He says in the book that, that not everything in life you know, is important. Not everything in life is, is crucial. And, and they use the example of going on vacation. When you, when you go on vacation, you don't remember every single moment. Your brain sifts through all the things that happen, right? There, there are thousands of moments over the course of a day, and your brain is going to sift through all those moments and select a few highlights to remember, and those will be what you remember about that trip. 
if you go to Disneyland, as they say in the book, you're not going to remember all of the pain and the long lines and waiting in line and being hot and uncomfortable and all that stuff. You're going to remember the positive experiences, especially your kids. Now, I... I'm able to remember the long lines, but that's not really the point. <laughs> that's not really, not really the point that we're trying to make. Um, but but they argue that that your brain works really in just a few, you know, really remembering a few crucial moments. And they've discovered in their study, in their research, that that there are some moments that you can make. There, there are some moments you can create. Now, there are four categories in the book, moments of elevation, moments of connection, moments of insight, and moments of pride. All right, one more time. Elevation, connection, insight, and pride. Moments of elevation, you know, where something is elevated, where the energy is elevated, where your kind of excitement level is elevated. Moments of connection are when you have a significant connection with another human being. Uh, moments of insight is where you kind of have an aha moment where something becomes really clear to you that was not clear before. And moments of pride are you know moments where you, where you're proud of what you've done. Now, so you know we we need to figure out a way to create some moments. and there are some key moments on this journey we need to create. Specifically, we need to create an inciting incident. And then we also need to create you know a climax moment, a, a moment where everything peaks. It's the success moment, right? Just like in any story, there's that moment, the climax of the story where you know everything is finally wrapped up. Um, but we, we have to create some moments and we have to set our, our mind you know, on this journey. Because we're going to go on a journey and we're going to face conflict as we deal with this problem. We're going to deal you know, with some conflict in our brain because our brain wants to keep us comfortable. The majority of your brain's activity is to try to keep you from spending, you know, using up too many calories because, you know, back when, when, uh, when food wasn't in abundance like it is in our, in our world where it's easy for people like me to stay overweight because there's just so much food all the time everywhere. Um, before that, food was kind of a limited resource. You know, you didn't get it all the time. You weren't always sure that you were going to have food. You, you weren't always sure you were going to have, you know, a meal tonight. So your brain was working to conserve energy so that you had the energy for the most important tasks when you needed it. So your brain is constantly working to keep you comfortable, wants to keep you in your comfort, comfort zone at all times wants to reduce the, the, the number of calories that you burn on a regular basis. And when you start leaving your comfort zone, your brain is going to fight you. Your brain is going to work hard against you to keep you from trying these new things because your brain has to work harder. It has to expend more calories to process this new information and these new processes and these new habits that you want to create and the new lifestyles. And it's just too much work for your brain. So your brain says, hey, stop it. What are you doing to me? This is too much work. I don't want to do it. So, so your brain's going to work to get you going back into the comfort zone. So you're going to have to you're going to have to be ready to fight even your own brain. You're going to have to fight the villain, and your brain oftentimes might be the villain or the problem that you're fighting, along with the thing that you want to be set free from or you know change forever. So we need to create some moments, and, and one of the key moments is this inciting incident. It's a, it's a point of no return. Now, the simple way to do this, the most common way that people do this, is simply by going public. Now, now you've seen a lot of people, um, when, when they're making a change, uh, they'll, they'll, make a, they'll make a statement, all right, 
you know, it's it's kind of like New Year's resolutions, and and of course nobody expects anyone to uh, carry out their New Year's resolutions, <laughs> so so we don't really pay much attention to it. Um, but but it's that that is that is a moment, right? That is that could be a potential inciting incident where we say, all right, in 2021, I am going to uh, lose 20 pounds. I'm going to get healthy in 2021. You know, so that could be it could potentially be an inciting incident. It could be a moment of of change. Now, it usually isn't because nobody pays attention to them, like I said. But but by going public. What we're doing is we're creating a moment. We're kind of creating either a point of no return or or a moment where we've all of a sudden become a hypocrite because we said we were going to change and we didn't. And we'll have to wrestle with that internal conflict, right? So that's that's a very small way to do it. But but if you can, you you know, you want to create a, a bigger moment, right? You want to create, you know, a bigger moment of elevation. You know, like a lot of people when they're starting journeys in organizations now, you know, they've got these big elevating moments that, that are exciting and passionate. And you get a passionate speaker who comes up and gives an impassioned speech and, and sit, you know, charges up, you know, Tony Robbins comes in and charges up everyone in the room. They're all excited and they're going to go out and change the world, you know? And so that's a, that's a great moment. Now, if you just rely on that moment alone, you're going to fail. That's why we have the whole rest of the process that we've already been talking about up to this point, and still we have a lot more to talk about after this point. That's like that's why I've said it. it's not enough to want to change. It's not enough to just you know hear a speech and get excited to change. You got to have the rest of the components, or you're going to fail. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm giving you all these insights for free. This is years of research I'm giving away for free. I should be charging for it, but but hey. You know, I want you to. I want you to grow. I want people to change. I want people to become more like like Christ. And so I'm just telling you what it is. This this is this is you know this is good. This is not my ideas either. These are all stuff that's come out of other scientific research that people have done, like like the books I've shared, Atomic Habit and Power of Habit, and other things like that. They're really good. So I digress. So you know, if we can create a moment of elevation to kind of jumpstart us on this journey. That's going to be good, but but really, if we can if we can throughout this process, and we're going to come back to this down the road uh, when we get into the long middle and some of these other things, we're going to talk a little bit more about moments of connection and moments of insight. But specifically, moments of connection. You know, if you can if you can create a moment with either your sidekick or your squad or your coach or all of the above then you're going to have a, a much better likelihood at succeeding on this journey. So, so imagine getting, you know, getting your coach, your sidekick, and your squad together. Now, remember, your, your coach is the, is the guide. That's the person that knows how to get you down the road on this journey. Your sidekick is the person who's going to be walking hand-in-hand with you on this journey, and they're on the same journey. They're going through the similar process, and your squad is your, you know, other people who are going through maybe the exact same journey or just a similar journey, but you're going to go through this together. You're going to encourage one another. You're not going to be with them as much, maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, but you're going to be with your sidekick all the time. But imagine getting all three of them together and creating a moment where you say hey let's 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 kind of create a let's create a moment where we're going to commit to this journey you know maybe you're going to be blood brothers you know i don't i don't advocate sharing blood so that that could be dangerous don't don't go that route but you know you're going to create some kind of some kind of uh rite of passage you might say 
rite of passage is something that's been lost in our society, and it's incredibly important. You know, it's important for people when they're when you know when people are growing up. When young men and women are growing up, they need rites of passage that move them on, and we've lost that in our society, something old societies have that we don't have anymore. But you can create a rite of passage, right? It's, like, it's this moment. It's a created moment. That's what a rite of passage is. It's a created moment where, where you're saying, before this moment, you were this, and after this moment, you are that. And once we go through this moment, now you are something different. And so you get together with your squad, with your coach, and with your sidekick, and and you decide together what this rite of passage is, and you create it together. And you can even talk about you know the the end, the climactic moment of the story, and what that's going to look like. And you can kind of create a moment that's going to lead you towards that climactic moment. And what you will do is you will create for yourselves an inciting incident in that moment that sets you on this journey, right? We need a starting point. We need a launch date, right? We need something that's going to jumpstart us and going to push us out of normal. And it's got to push us hard enough out of normal that it's hard to go back to normal, right? It's got to push us in the new direction that we want to go so that we have a chance at succeeding on this journey. Otherwise, our brain's going to keep us in our comfort zone. And a part of this has to be the stakes. We have to understand what we're going to lose if we quit, and we have to know what we're going to gain if we succeed. What are you going to lose if you quit? What are you going to gain if you succeed? Right? So we have to answer those questions. All right, so so we've kind of covered a lot of material here. It's not super specific. We'll come back, you know, to to the moments of pride at the end and and deal with that later on. We'll deal with the other moments of connection and insight as well. But but this you know your brain is going to fight you and if you don't if you don't tell your brain a story and say hey we're going on a journey brain you're going to have a hard time so that's the inciting incident that's part four of of this overarching framework of the Jesus habit now um, a lot of great resources uh, you know again like I said a lot of this is information that's boiled down from a lot of different resources from sp- spiritual formation uh, discipleship um, and 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 the research that's been done in all these books you know I, I would encourage you to go read some of these books go go read mind Jim go read wired for story go read um, Influencer by Joseph Grinney, I've talked about. Go read Change Anything. It's a little more practical. Influencer is a pretty specific scientific book, but Change Anything by Grinney, also another good book. It covers a lot of the same information. Go read that one. Go read The Power of Habit by Duhigg. Uh, go read Atomic Habits. Um, let's see. There's, there's a whole bunch of books that you should read. I'm turning around looking at my shelf. Uh, the 12-Week Year. That's another great book that I've, that I've taken some principles on for this process. That's it for now. Building a story brand. Ironically, yeah, building a story brand is a good book to read for this process. It's not just a marketing book. It's actually a book that's about story and helps you use story in your real world life. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up there. That's episode 131. We've got a lot of new listeners joining us. Thank you for, for joining us on the podcast. We are so glad. I'm so glad. I don't know why I say we. I guess I'm the only one doing this podcast. <laughs> All the other podcasts I've done, I've done with other people. So, But I'm really glad you're listening to this podcast. I hope it's helping. If you have questions about any of this stuff, send me an email to david at 
thejesushabit.com. David at thejesushabit.com. Because we want to do more than just talk about ideas. We want to actually help people live transformed lives because that's what Jesus was doing. He wanted to come and transform our lives, transform our hearts from, from the inside and, and, and have that action on the outside be reflective of an internal change. So, so if you if you want help, please reach out to me. I'd love to help. I, I want to help people who want help. I want to help people who want to change. And if you want to change, I am in your corner. I'm on your team. I'm here for you. Send me an email, David at thejesushabit.com. But until next time, that's all we all we've got. So we are using scripture and science to make our new nature in Christ second nature. Have a great week. www.thejesushabit.com